Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm ready! Alrighty then. What is up, my millennial fam? Giacomo Delay here with another episode of Believe in Millennial Nostalgia. Now, y'all know the Mario Brothers. Ain't nobody on this earth don't know who the Mario Brothers is. The only people who seem not to know who the Super Mario Brothers are were the people who made the Super Mario Brothers movie. Where are we? I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. Super Mario Brothers the movie was released on May 28th, 1993. Now, personally, I was just a baby when this movie came out, but I did catch a lot of airings of it on the Disney Channel. They used to air it on that quite a bit. And oddly enough, because it is technically a Disney movie. Now, upon revisiting this film, I noticed that it was distributed by Hollywood Pictures, which is now a defunct subsidiary of none other than the Mouse House itself. Now, getting back to like the movie itself, it's based on the Super Mario Brothers franchise, which if you're familiar with it, is really bright, very colorful, and very fun. It's got a lot of really cool designs and ideas behind it. And even though there wasn't like a typical three-act structure story, the elements were there. You, you have your plumbers who are in search of a princess who's been taken captive by this dragon king called King Koopa, a.k.a. Bowser. That's it. You could take that idea and make it into a really fun, colorful adventure for the whole family. But the Super Mario Brothers movie, they didn't really want to do that. The, the filmmakers took inspiration from other films that came out around that time, like Tim Burton's Batman and the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. What they did is beyond me. But as a fan of the nostalgia and, and catching, you know, airings of it on the Disney Channel, I haven't seen it since then. And uh, in those years that have passed, I've played a lot more Mario games. And, and I was curious to see, like, OK, what did they do to this what did they do and <laughs> upon watching it again the other night I, I i just gotta tell you i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go through the movie not beat for beat because I, I want you to experience it too if, if, if you are a mario fan and you haven't seen this movie odds are you're gonna hate it just just right out there you're not gonna like it but it's so humorous to me how wrong they got it. Like, in trying to be so right, they got it so wrong. And it doesn't start that way. But before the film even starts, you hear this. So that in itself is like a, a really good sign. Th that's a good omen. When, when you feel that nostalgic feeling before the film has even started, Super Mario Brothers aced that with the addition of just a simple sound effect. But then we get into the prologue of the film where it explains the backstory of the universe that we're about to enter. So I'm just going to play this snippet from the intro movie. And uh, yeah, check this out. <laughs> 
A long, long time ago, the Earth was ruled by dinosaurs. They were big, so not a lot of people went around hassling them. Then something happened. A giant meteorite struck the Earth. Goodbye, dinosaurs. But what if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Just like us. And hey... What if they found a way back? Now, when you picture a movie based on Mario, that is the furthest from what I would be expecting. What the hell did he just say? Like, I get it. There are reptilian creatures in the Mario universe. Of course, you have Yoshi and Bowser and, and some of the Koopa Troopas, but, but they're not dinosaurs. They're not dinosaurs. And, and, and the fact that this film is setting the Mario world that we know and love in an underground, dystopian, dinosaur-run society, that is the weirdest direction that you could take a Super Mario Brothers movie in. But you know what? I'm intrigued, like as dumb as that concept sounds, and I'm sorry to be so negative on this movie, it's just so damn fun to make fun of. I'm intrigued though, I will give it that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the film the benefit of the doubt, maybe they'll cook up something good with this, who knows, so I'm, I, I keep watching. Before we even get to Mario, we cut to a scene of a woman dropping off what appears to be a child in front of a church. And when the nuns go to grab the baby, well, what appears to be a baby, it, it's, it's an egg. It's like a giant reptilian dinosaur egg. And it cracks open to reveal a human baby. Keep in mind, folks, we are about five minutes deep into this movie, and I am already completely lost. What the hell is going on? I can't wait to find out, though. So, so finally, we meet Mario and Luigi. Mario's played by Bob Hoskins, who you'll remember from his fantastic work in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And Luigi's played by John Leguizamo, who uh, was in Spawn, and he played Sid in the Ice Age series. He's a really funny, talented storyteller and comedian. I totally recommend you look up some of his stand-up specials. But here in this movie... Neither one of these two very talented and very worthy actors, these roles do them no justice at all. Mario here is just kind of a, a grumpy old Italian plumber. And Luigi is, you know, his brother, right? Well, well, we'll, get, we'll get to that later, by the way. We'll get to that. These are the Mario brothers, and they run their own plumbing company. Later on, Luigi has a meet-cute with a girl uh, who reveals her name to be Daisy. And, of course, this is a reference to Princess Daisy in the original Mario games. But here, this is 1990s, like, Brooklyn. So everyone is just in regular street clothes. Um, none of those fantasy elements that we get from the game have presented themselves yet and will they again we'll, we'll get to that meanwhile there are women around the city who have been up and disappearing it seems like there's foul play involved that somebody is kidnapping these women off the street and and we finally find out that these are two henchmen of a king koopa 
that have been doing this. Now, the concept of King Koopa and his, you know, Koopa Troopers kidnapping princesses in the video game, in that realm, it's fantasy. It's something like, um, you know, a princess locked in a tower, not like unlike Rapunzel or Shrek. And, and in that sense, when it's played for fantasy, it can work. It can have a certain charm to it. Not saying that, you know, I'm all for like the damsel in distress, you know, stereotype. Um, I like that a lot of fantasy genres have transcended that lately. But we're just talking old school video games and media, like perfectly fine. In this movie, though, in this movie, they try to do that, but in a more realistic and quote unquote gritty setting. And that just makes it creepy. Whereas in the game, there's these weird-looking dragon-like creatures taking a princess away. Here, we have just two creepy-looking hired goons assaulting and grabbing women and taking them away. It doesn't work for a Mario movie. There were times re-watching it just the other night that I, I physically felt like icky watching it. It was really creepy at times. If we were just going full-on dark Super Mario adaptation, maybe that could have worked if the whole thing had a dark tone to it. But when this, like, really uncomfortable footage of men kidnapping women is then followed by scenes with this kind of music in it... We have a problem. These guys are searching for a woman that they believe is like descendant from their dinosaur people or something. And she's going to have this stone that's going to merge the two universes together. And Daisy has that necklace because, spoiler alert, and, and again, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this. So if, you, if you're really interested in seeing Super Mario Brothers the movie, I would say stop the review right now. Go watch it. Be like WTF. And then come back here and, and agree with what I have to say, because I'm pretty sure you will. But with that, with that being said, yeah, Daisy is the baby that was born of the egg at the beginning of the film. So these what appear to be like the Koopa Troopers, but they're just like creepy dudes. They take Daisy to the underground world of the Koopas. Mario and Luigi being the heroic people that they are. Probably we don't really know too much about them in this movie, but if you play the game, you know that, hey, they're the heroes. They follow them down to, like, the center of the Earth. I don't know where this place is at. To an alternate dimension where humans didn't evolve from primates. Instead, they evolved from dinosaurs. So some of them have, like, long reptilian tongues. Other ones just still straight up kind of look like dinosaurs. Um, th that part's kind of inconsistent, but... I give them props for trying to do something weird with it. And the, the lord and ruler of this land is King Koopa. And he's played by Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, God rest his soul, was one of the greatest living actors. And, and then he found himself in Super Mario Brothers the movie. I don't know how that happened. But I'm, I'm actually grateful for it. Dennis Hopper's presence in this film is by far the highlight. I don't know if he realized how ridiculous <laughs> some of the stuff he had to say was. <laughs> Monkey! 
and like some of the situations, but damn, he goes all out. He doesn't he doesn't phone any of it in. He is truly, truly trying to act his heart out. And like this and blue velvet. Baby wants to f I, I, you could tell me that he was the same character and I would still believe it. I would believe that this Super Mario Brothers movie and David Lynch's Blue Velvet take place in the same cinematic universe because of the acting of Dennis Hopper. That is a testament to how damn good an actor you can be. So the, the gist of the story is that the underground dinosaur world was once ruled by Daisy's father, so that does make Daisy a princess, but King Koopa came in, turned her father into fungus. Yes, you know how there's like mushrooms in the Mario universe? Here, those cute little mushrooms are, are presented as horrible, horrible fungus, like oozing from pipes. And that's how Daisy's father is portrayed for a good chunk of the movie. He is a giant glob of fungus emerging from a pipe. It's disgusting. And I'm so grateful that it's in the film because it just adds to the WTF factor of the entire thing. The Mario brothers are caught trying to help out Daisy and they get arrested and sent to a prison. And this is the part of the film where we learn the Mario brothers' full names. Name, Mario. Last name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Okay, look, how many Marios are there between the two of you? There's three. It's, it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. So their last name is Mario. They're, that's why they're called the Mario Brothers. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. That is the stupidest I've ever heard. And I love it so much because it's so dumb. And I am a legitimate fan of when films can go out on a limb and try to make a joke like that. It's so bad, but I love it so much. And earlier in the film, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this earlier, um, when Mario and Luigi and Daisy all go out on a double date, and it's revealed that they're not even really brothers. You mean you don't know who your mother and your father are neither? No, what do you mean neither? Because Mario here brought me up. He's been my, my mother my whole life. Hey. <laughs> So technically, Mario is sort of like Luigi's dad, but yet they're still called the Mario brothers because their last name is Mario, but Luigi isn't technically related to Mario. So did Mario just give him his last name? And, and why did Mario's parents name him the same thing that his last name was. There's a lot of questions, people, that I have just about these two factors alone. And this is probably not even the most confusing part of the movie, but I just wanted to bring it up because I think it's so freaking funny. So after Mario and Luigi escape from King Koopa, who is, you know, the one who got them locked up in the first place, 
they reveal that King Koopa's plan is to merge the two universes together, the dinosaur universe and our, you know, everyday human universe, and devolve everyone. So he would turn all the people back into monkeys. And what he's been doing to some of his, like, henchmen that fail him, he's been devolving them into, like, smaller reptilian creatures. And this is the film's versions of the Goombas. Now, you know the Goombas from the game. They're these cute little, like, mushroom-looking guys with eyes and scare teeth, and they run around and try to stop you. Uh, here, the Goombas, I, and I wish podcasts were visual so I could show you what the hell these things look like, but I'll try my best to explain. They have giant henchmen-like bodies, but tiny little heads. Like, you know that part in Beetlejuice? where it shows that dude with, like, the shrunken head. That's kind of what these guys look like, except more like a mix between a mushroom and a dinosaur. They look completely off. And and one of the citizens that gets turned into one of these Goombas is none other than Toad, who here is, like, portrayed as this hippie pacifist singer-songwriter who just wants nothing but peace and love, man. Ain't got no water. But of course, Super Mario Brothers save the day. Uh, they go home and they tease a sequel, which of course never happened. You gotta come with me. I need your help. What, what, what's wrong? You're never gonna believe this. I believe it. You do? <laughs> I believe. I read an article where Bob Hoskins said this was like the most miserable role of his life. Like he hated the production of this movie and so did a lot of fans there was a lot of backlash against this uh what was originally thought to appeal to a broader demographic really hurt it, it really hurt it and and i'm pretty sure this is the reason why we haven't gotten a lot of nintendo movies since then in fact i don't think there were any live action ones until last year's pokemon detective pikachu this movie had the potential to ruin the whole franchise but luckily not that many people remember it. But those who do remember it for better or for worse. And that's kind of like how I remember it. I think it's a horrible representation of a colorful and ingenious video game universe. But then again, I don't know. My like cynical movie viewer side, the, the part of me who likes watching bad movies to get a laugh out of them. Something that is like so wrong. It kind of feels right. Um, that part of me really likes this movie and just how ballsy they were to try to make this work. And it doesn't, it, it really doesn't. Now, if they wanted to go like fully dark, you know, they wanted to do something akin to the, that new banana splits movie, which was like a hard R horror film version of a bright and bouncy Saturday morning kids show from like the 80s, um, then maybe it could have worked. But in the state it's in, it's kind of tone deaf. You have scenes that seem to be shot and, you know, played out pretty seriously and dark. And then you have others that are just completely goofy and random and off the wall. And that's not to say that dark and goofy 
content can't mix because you definitely can. Um, films like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz from Edgar Wright. Those are prime examples of how you can have serious moments in an otherwise kind of goofy movie. But, but here it just doesn't work. Not, not only are you betraying the initial source material in a very drastic way, um, it's also just kind of uncomfortable to watch because you don't know what, how you're supposed to be feeling. Is this a fun movie? Is this kind of serious at times? Is this trying to be Batman or Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, again, great film, comedic with dark elements. They mix great. Um, here, eh, not so much. But if you're in the mood for something that's just going to make you go, wow, what the hell is this that I'm watching? Definitely check out the Super Mario Brothers movie. I strongly recommend it in that sense. Any other sense of the word, I'd say you could skip it. But uh, what do you think? Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Millennial Nostalgia Podcast. You can also follow Believe Podcasts at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Millennial Nostalgia Podcast. You can also follow Believe Podcasts at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. Do you have a product that you'd like to advertise on Millennial Nostalgia? Go to Believe.com, click on the Advertise tab, and get in touch with Believe's advertising team. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Um, I read every single one of them. And if you leave me a suggestion for topics that you want to hear me talk about, hey, I might do it and then, you know, give you a shout out. In addition to iTunes and Apple Podcasts, we are also on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and on Believe.com. We're here with new episodes every Throwback Thursday. My name's Giacomo Thalay. I've been your host today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.